Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard dive into the topic of what teens wish their parents knew. Let's hear what they have to say. You know, it's always interesting to me what message a child wants to give their parents, and they never get the opportunity. Hmm. So I'm always encouraging parents to open the door, to sit down, to ask questions, so that you're kind of helping a child formulate in their head what they want their parents to know. You know, if I know this, you know, my little granddaughter always tells me when she gets off the phone, she says, love you, Papa, see you later. (laughs) Well, you know what? I don't want to walk away from that opportunity, but the fact that I know that she loves me (laughs) makes me drawn toward her. And I think that's what a lot of parents need and want and desire from their kids. And I think a lot of kids out there wanting to say it, but they don't know how to put the two together. That's I think right. I think everybody wants to get out on the dance floor, but not everybody knows how to dance. <laughs> now that I mean, if you're anti-dancing, I'm not saying anything positive. I'm just using the the, the story of that. Okay, okay. But I what I want to do is help parents learn how you get your child to do that. It's the parents' responsibility yeah. to set the stage and create the arena that can draw a child to them. That a child can say, "Hey, mom and dad, I want you to know these things." Somebody has to be the parent, right? Right. All right. What team? wish their parents knew. Now, Mark, I know you pretty well, and I know you like to sit down with teens, and you like to ask them questions, don't you? I do. You know, probably the number one thing that I enjoy doing in my life is just meeting and spending time with kids. Because and, you learn from that process. Oh, I do. I learn from them all the time. I, you know, I, I sit down, and I, I'm trying to understand this confusing world and culture that they live in, and I'm always sitting there trying to pick their brain apart and ask them what is it you want? What are you longing for? How does this culture affect you? And I, I'm asking questions that they don't really know what I'm asking, yeah. but they answer in such a way that that amazes they me give sometimes. They revealing answers, don't That's they? That's <laughs> true. And, and this one time, I asked kids the question, what do you wish your parents uh, knew about you? And I was somewhat surprised as each kid around the room just started sharing these comments. It's almost as if every one of them have a message that they have rehearsed hmm. and they want to tell and they're waiting for the opportunity because every one of them said it in such a way that I just said, have, have, I thought in my head, are you thinking about this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I go, they are. So this very well might be what your teen would say to you Absolutely. if Mark were to ask them the question. Right. So I think we need to listen carefully as parents. All right, what, what were their responses? Yeah, here's their responses. One, one young lady said, to them, I'm one person. They'll never know the real me. Another said, I brought home some grades that I was pretty proud of, and my mom started complaining that I can do better. I wasn't living up to my potential, and I needed to work harder. My girlfriend was the only one that was excited about my grades. Here's another guy who said, I never understood how my imperfect parents always demand perfection of me. Boy. Another comment, we all get along fine as long as we don't talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> And my parents wonder why I always talk to my friends and don't talk to them. Mm -hmm. I wish my parents, here's another person, this was one that got me. I wish my parents knew that the messiness of my room was just a picture of the messiness I felt in my life. They seem more concerned about my room. Here's another one. 
It's funny to me that we had the most messed up family in our whole neighborhood, yet our yard was prettier than everyone else's. Oh, boy. I think it was my parents' way of telling others that we had it all together. Mm-hmm. Another one said this, I've considered committing suicide and my parents are more concerned about the cleanliness of my bathroom than the condition of my heart. Wow. How do you get teens to be that oh, I honest? I, see, I think they're thinking about this. I, I, think, I think they have a message. I think every kid out there says, I wish there were some things I can tell my mom and dad. So if you're listening to this and you've got kids at home, I want you to know that your kids have thought through a message that they want to give to you. And they want you to know it for a reason because it's very important to them. And mom and dad, you have to create the arena, the atmosphere, the opportunity to have this time for them to share with you. And you might have to sift through an awful lot of material before you get to the gold, right? That's right. You may hear about all the movies they like or what they watched on TV or what grades they're getting. But you you need to look for that little nugget of truth Mm -hmm. that they're wanting to come across. Here's another one. Sadly, I set out to prove that my life of imperfection was better than their life of perfection. Oh, boy, that is, oh, that's heartrending. Yeah, another girl said this, I always thought my dad hated me because of the zits on my face. He always seemed embarrassed when I showed up around his friends, and he would make excuses to them in front of me as to why my face looked so bad. I remember scrubbing so hard that I would cry and wonder what was wrong with me. And here, here's another one that, w- that got me. It said, I got tired of trying to attain something that I could never reach, so I quit trying. Here's a, you know, I, I, I go through and I, I listen to all these different things that the kids are saying. And what I did was just give the opportunity for them to talk. Yeah, you didn't have to poke very deep, did you? I didn't. I didn't at all because I think it's they're waiting to share those things. And if moms and dads don't give the opportunity, then it's a message that never gets said. So some of the lessons I've learned from reading your material, Mark, is that your teens long for that kind of conversation with you. But sometimes they just feel shut out. We don't give them the opportunity to be that open with us. That's right. You have to, you have to understand that, that kids today are learning to communicate with text and email and yeah. tweets, and that's what goes back and forth. So the eye-to-eye contact just doesn't happen that often. Now, what, this is what I do. You know, when I sit down with a kid, and I, and I think I do this with almost every kid I talk to, I affirm them in some way. You know, I tell kids, I want you to know you're not a bad kid, and I want you to know that your parents love you very much. I want you to know that there's something very special about you, and we're going to figure out what that is. I want you to know that, that I don't care whether you like me or not. I'm still going to move toward you. It's those messages that open the door for a child to respond to me. But once I start to tell them something, then they pick up and they learn that it's okay to share something back. And w- which comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know what? <laughs> yeah. It's the chicken in this one, and the chicken is the parent. Because it's very hard for a parent to sit down and say, son, sweetheart, I want you to know this about you and what I feel toward you and share their heart. But when you do that, a child usually goes, oh, dad, stop. Or, you know, oh, dad, you don't have to say that. And you look at them and you say, no, I want to say that. They're testing you to see if you really are willing. I I just want you to know that. And you'll be surprised, given given the chance, how a child will respond back to you the same way. And I wonder if they aren't more willing to talk about it than than we're threatened by what they may say to us. That's right. You know, they may say to us, Dad, I've never felt like you've loved me. Mom, I've always felt like you're real critical of me. 
I've never thought that I've measured up. I never thought that you really cared for me because you were always busy or doing something else. So we better be prepared to deal with that That's kind right. of response. That's you right. You can't just brush that off. That's right. And when that's said, then you accept it. Scripture says that a fool delights in sharing his opinion. Don't give your opinion. Dads, don't excuse it away, whatever your daughter says to you. Don't just make up an excuse and say, well, I was real busy during that time of my life and I didn't have time for you. Don't do that. Just sit there and listen. Just listen to them the same way you would like for them to listen to your heart when you express it. Dads, you love your teens, and you're doing everything to show them. But sometimes, it still doesn't feel like enough. You're busy and short on time, sacrificing a lot as it is, but you still feel like you run out of time for what really matters. A Devotional for Dads is the perfect book to help remind dads of life's biggest priorities and help them show their wives and kids how much they really matter. A Devotional for Dads is full of short, poignant, thought-provoking devotionals that give a biblical perspective of who a dad is supposed to be. It's more than just advice. It's a reminder of just how important dad's role really is and how much he matters. Get your copy of A Devotional for Dads at ParentingTeenResources.org, either for yourself or as a gift for the dad in your life who loves and cherishes his kids. Let's get the big picture of what we're talking about yeah. here today and, and walk away with some real practical things that moms and dads can yeah, do. Yeah, I, I think number one, Wayne, this your teens long for heart-to-heart, eyeball-to-eyeball talks with you. Make these a part of your routine. I tell parents all the time, go spend a breakfast one-on-one and share with your child and do nothing but ask questions. You know, you'll be amazed how your child will respond back to you and share their heart as well. They will do what you do. They are watching every move you make. Over time, they'll open up if That's you give right. it time, right? That's right. Okay. Say this to your teen is number two. There's nothing you can do to make me love you more, and there's nothing you can do to make me love you less. That's simple. You want them to write that on their heart. You want them to know that so that when they do get lost or have a difficult time, that they know I am still loved, not only when I'm doing well, but I am loved when things are falling apart. It has nothing to do with your performance. That's right. That's right. And, and I think the third thing is this. God is using the hard times in your family to shape and mature you as a person. You know what? I don't think it's easy to hear a child say to you, I don't like your Christian stuff. I don't <laughs> like to go to church. Oh, it's awful to it, hear. It is. That's tough. But you know what? That is the first step to offering something different to them. Because if we treat them the same way that the world would treat them, It's going to move your child further in that direction that they're feeling rather than offering them something different that may draw them to you where you still have the opportunity to shine and to share your heart. We have an amazing way of pushing off kids when we're struggling. And if we change our response, it would draw them to us and it brings about the magnificence, uh, the greatness and the purity and the love that God offers and because it's being expressed through us to them. The shaping that's going on is both the teen and the parent. Absolutely. It's not one way. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. 
Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.
every kid out there says, I wish there were some things I can tell my mom and dad. And they want you to know it for a reason because it's very important to them. And mom and dad, you have to create the arena, the opportunity to have this time for them to share with you. 